Faith, love, integrity, courage. Four key values of great leaders all around the world. I'm Phil Swanson, and I'm on a mission to bring you leaders from all walks of life and arm you with the tools and mindset to lead effectively in whatever you are called to do. Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. What's going on, everybody? Just want to share a few thoughts with you today that I think it's important for you to hear. It's about advice primarily. And um, before we jump in, we do a couple different show formats here at GLE. We have a format like today where I'm just going to share some mindset with you. And then we've got format where we do interviews. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll actually just read a chapter from a book or something cool that I've read and studied. So, you know, today is going to be just some thoughts from me that I think will really help you. And it really stems from something I've been thinking a lot about as a kid. I had it just beat into my head. And this isn't a mash at my parents or a bash at my parents or anything. I love them. They taught me a lot. They've, I'm blessed to have awesome parents. Um, one of the things that they would beat into my head was if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And I think this is maybe, maybe, um, you know, maybe a misinterpretation sometimes of the pearls before swine deal in the Bible where, you know, you don't cast your pearls before, before swine. There's situations where you want to stay quiet. There's situations like, you know, Jesus himself in the Bible didn't answer Pilate, right. Didn't answer the, the Pharisees at some things. So, you know, there's a time to not speak, but I do think that one of the things that has hindered me in the past is I tend to silence because I, I, I had it, you know, really beat into me. Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. And I think that's wrong. I think we as Americans, we as people, we as Christians need to speak the truth in love. And, you know, it's hard to do that sometimes, especially when you're starting to get emotional, when you're getting worked up, when you don't like something and you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. And we need to be thoughtful. And, you know, that old uh, funny joke, your wife asks you, you know, does this dress make me look fat? And it's like, oh, what do you say? No, honey, oh, that's lying. Or, you know, like that's kind of an extreme silly example. But I'm talking more about important things. Right. And if uh, if you don't have anything nice to say, you probably need to speak up in a loving way and voice your opinion. Cause I bet you're not the only one that feels that way. And I bet if you just sit quietly and let people walk all over you, they'll just continue to do that. So, you know, one of the things that I've been uh, kind of thinking about recently, and this made me think of it. I almost didn't even do this episode because of it is uh, financial advisors. I don't know if you guys use financials. Hold on. I'm I don't know if you use financial advisors. I have a really good one. Uh, my cousin Andrew Ferking, give him a shout out. Go go uh, if you're looking for a good financial advisor. Andrew Ferking over at Thrivent does a great job. I this isn't financial advice, so this is just Phil Swanson's opinion. I um I think you need to be your own financial advisor, and you need to know your strategies. You need to know, you know, lean on folks like a financial advisor to give you ideas, but. It's really up to you to know and understand how you want to use those ideas. And I really I'd highly recommend not turning all of your investments and your future over to somebody else. I had had this bite me in college when I had my advisor, my counselor, supposed to know everything about picking classes, pick my classes for me. I ended up having to take a summer class uh, my uh, summer before 
senior year. And then I ended up having to take even uh, like 19 hours, 19 credit hours, my senior second semester, last semester of university while in season for baseball, while taking senior design for engineering. I took more than a full course load. It was insane. And it was because my, my uh, counselor that I relied on screwed me over. Didn't know what he was doing. I should have known. So, you know, part of growing up, part of being a leader, part of taking responsibility is really realizing that it's all up to you. It's on you. And if you rely on other people, you know, you're you're basically giving away your responsibility to someone else and it's on you still, right? You, you can't shed that. So as you're thinking about investments, you're thinking about your future, you're thinking about your kids, you're thinking about your retirement. You know, I, I don't even like that word retirement, but you're thinking about the legacy you're going to leave on. You know, we're just talking financially here, but in other ways to future generations, you need to know, you need to understand taxes. You need to understand the, the you know, trust law. You need to understand how to manage your finances, manage your family, manage your future and understand what those are. And what, one of the things that came up recently that just really got under my skin a little bit, because, you know, I see so much bad advice by folks like, you know, Dave Ramsey, just horrible, like the guy caters to broke consumer debt people. That's his audience. So if you listen to Dave Ramsey, you're getting advice catered to broke consumer debt people. So, you know, I don't want to be a broke person in consumer debt or or trying to get out of consumer debt. So I listen to wealthy people and seek out wealthy people advice. You're not going to get it from Dave Ramsey. Sorry, Dave. I know this isn't something nice to say. So in the past, I wouldn't have said it, but I'm just going to tell you. Don't listen to guys like Dave Ramsey. He gives you bad advice. He misrepresents strategies that the wealthy people have used for generations. And um, you know, uh, one of the things I heard another financial advisor, just a you know, kind of a random acquaintance I've I've come across on the internet, was about um, how good of a strategy it is to take a 401k loan. Now, for anybody that doesn't know what a 401k is, I'm assuming most people do, but a 401k is just a tax law that allows you to invest pre-tax income and then get taxed at a later date. You're basically def- deferring your taxes. So there's more money to to grow exponentially uh, uh, compound interest in your account as you have that invested. And um, you know you can either withdraw it and pay a 10% penalty early or wait till you're 59 and a half or whatever it is. And then you can start withdrawing or you can take out loans against that value up to a certain amount uh, before you're uh, 68 or 69 and a half or 59 and a half or whatever it is. Um, I think you might still be able to take loans later either way, but here's how the loan works, right? So this guy was like recommending how good of a strategy it is to take a 401k loan, but here's the deal. If you take a 401k loan, you are going to pay double tax on that money. And let me explain this because he was trying to inform you that because you deferred taxes by putting money into your 401k. He was trying to to say that that eliminates a tax event. Ain't wrong. So what you do is when you pull that loan out of your 401k, you you basically negated the event ever happening because now you have to pay that money back into your 401k after tax plus interest. Yeah, you're paying the interest to yourself in your 401k, but here's the deal. So say you're in a, I don't know, average 20% tax bracket, whatever it is. So you're going to pay 20% tax on that money 
put it back in, and then it's going to sit in your 401k. And whenever you take that money out again, you're going to get taxed again at whatever that tax bracket is in the future. Right? That's double tax. Now, if you did a withdrawal, even early, you would actually only pay tax once plus penalty of like 10%. So it's actually going to be less of a tax burden on you if you would actually just withdraw money early from your 401k. You can still pay money back. You can, you know, if you're not maxing out your 401k, pay it back pre-tax into your 401k, treat it like a loan, right? And just pay stuff back, pay, put put extra in your 401k for a couple of years and you can make that up very quickly. So, you know, that's just one example, right? And this financial advisor is posting content on the internet encouraging people to take loans out against their 401k, which quite frankly, should be probably your last option for financing. You're going to pay double tax, (laughs) double tax, folks. Like It should be your last thing you do. I've done it before. It's stupid unless you don't have any other option to get capital. So man, it really grinded my gears. But here's why you need to know. This is why you need to be invested in yourself, care enough. For a long time growing up, I did not even focus on taxes or you know I thought taxes you just had to pay taxes. Why are we worrying so much about taxes? Just make a bunch of money and pay taxes. Well, you could do that or you could maybe do what the really wealthy people do and uh learn. Dig in, learn how to use the rigged system. I mean, DJT himself said it, right? The system's rigged, I know, I use it. So you can learn to, you can learn it too. How do you play basketball if you don't know the rules of the game? How do you play football? How do you play baseball? How do you play hockey? How do you play soccer, right? World Cup. Could those guys be excellent if they don't know the rules of the game? Well, guess what? You're all playing the game whether you want to believe it or not. So you better learn the rules. I know I probably sound a little animated right now, passionate about this topic, but just want to share this with you and Really, I'm I'm saying this out of love because I love you, and I want you to make good financial decisions, and really have have uh, yourself invested in learning this stuff for yourself. And going back to to the beginning, right? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'm sorry. In certain situations, I think that's maybe good advice, but I think that's hindered me a lot in the past. And so, since I started GLE, since I started my businesses and and getting more confidence in what I'm all about and and what I, I want to do in the world, I've realized that I'm going to have to say things that may not sound nice to people. And that's just part of life. And that's part of growing up. Most people, I think, still have a childish high school type mindset. You know, I know grown people in their 60s that still give people the silent treatment, for example. Right when they're angry or something like that, you probably know people like that too, or uh, you know have these petty fights. Well, guess what? We're not going to have that in my family. I think you, if you're still having some of that, probably can do some growing up like I'm doing and still working to do. And we got a surprise guest. Hey, Arya, come here, lady. Say hi. Say hello. Hello. Yeah, podcast all star Arya Rose. So, hey, I love y'all. We're going to go uh, have a nice dinner tonight. Aria Rose loves you too. Say, I love you. Love you. We love y'all out there and uh, go lead everything nation. And y'all have a great day. Go lead everything.
If you think someone would benefit from hearing this episode or any of this content, please share it and send them over to goleadeverything.com to learn more. It has been amazing to hear about all the individuals who listen to and are getting value from the content here at GLE. Thank you for your support. You are the reason we do what we do. See you next time. Go Leaf.